It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let me be very clear. The Auburn Tigers should defeat the Arkansas Razorbacks on Saturday. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us as he does every Wednesday for a War Report Wednesday, it is Mike G of the War Report. We'll talk with Auburn quarterback Hank Brown in just a little bit. But Mike G, the more I look at Auburn Mm. and Arkansas, the more confident I am the Auburn Tigers will go to Fayetteville and they will return to Auburn with another win. With another win, I I like the matchups. I like how the, the fact that this team is peaking at the right time and trending up. And you can blame that on scheduling or, you know, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. The fact is true. Auburn's playing its best ball of the season. Uh, There's a, there's a bunch of different factors that I like regarding Auburn's chances of winning in Fayetteville. Yeah. The way this schedule worked out, Zach, you had the five toughest games of the season, back to back to back to back to back. And then you have the four easiest games of the season, back to back to back to back, culminating in Alabama at the end. Um, but ultimately, remember headed into this game, despite Auburn losing, what was it, five straight or something to start? The the SEC? Four. Four yeah. straight. They, the pundits were confident that they could go on a four-game winning streak after that, starting with Mississippi State, you know, uh, headed into Vanderbilt, on the road to Arkansas, and then New Mexico State. Um, you had kind of said it in a previous uh, uh, segment that you and I filmed that, you know, I think they can win the next four. Um, it was fortunate for them that the schedule worked out this way, especially given the way that their season started. So you have a chance to build some real positive momentum uh, headed into the Iron Bowl. Uh, you know, as far as this matchup is concerned, uh, another team that Auburn should absolutely be. Now, if you saw the footage from Vanderbilt uh, with the construction going on, it kind of looked like the highlights looked like practice tape to me. It was it yeah. was it was not a very intimidating environment. I think Arkansas will present more of a challenge in that regard. But ultimately, uh, I agree with you. I think that they're kind of hitting their stride against weaker opponents at the right time. And I expect them to be able to take advantage of it. Jarquez Hunter coming on at just the right time. Love and it. He's wait. He's he's 364 yards from a thousand yard season after missing game one against the cupcake. I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah. And, and I think he's got a chance. I think he's got a chance to get there, especially assuming Auburn mm-hmm. goes to a bowl game. Uh, I, I think he gets to that, that point and that, that marker, uh, the matchup I love in this one, Mm-hmm. is Auburn's defensive front seven versus Arkansas's offensive line. They're giving yeah. up sacks like crazy. Mm. They're, they've already allowed over 30 sacks on the season. And, I mean, thank goodness for Arkansas that K.J. Jefferson can move as well as he does, or that number would probably be up into the 40s. But I, I love how the pass rush has gotten better for Auburn, and I love how the play of the linebackers mm. has gotten better over the last three or four games, especially with the return of Austin Keys from that injury that he's faced earlier in the season. To me, this is the biggest mismatch in this battle. And then I think it allows you to say, hey, we're going to hold the box where you're, you're not going to be able to run on us. And we're going to we're going to devote the manpower to stop yeah. you, Arkansas, and say, OK, DJ James, OK, Nehemiah Pritchett, Keontae Scott, Jalen Simpson, 
Y'all do what y'all have been doing all season and limit this passing game, put these receivers on an island, I think that's a matchup that benefits Auburn. And to me, I think that's going to be possible because of the defensive front seven against Arkansas on Saturday. To me, that's the biggest mismatch. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Their defensive strategy will be one Auburn's opponents have deployed against them most of the season. Sell out against the run, force a quarterback to beat you. I think that's a good strategy, especially when your defensive backfield is the strength of your defense. Um, They're on a crazy turnover streak right now. So uh, Nehemiah was able to come up with the interception at the end of the game to keep that streak going. Uh, Listen, you got to love what Ron Roberts is doing with this defense. Um, uh, I asked Hugh Freeze on Monday about you know, his conversations with Ron Roberts and previous press conference, he called him one of the best in the business. He said he's hands off when it comes to the defense. He, he maybe helps them out on third down calls, but for the most part, he he's not for the most part. He's absolutely happy with the job that uh, Ron Roberts is doing. He calls that group good, but not deep, um, which I think is accurate and fair. He also, when you mentioned the linebacker said that he thought that that group had their best game of the season last week versus Vanderbilt. So I agree with them there. I, I, so much to love about this defense. They have kept Auburn in every game this year at the half. Yeah, and, and they've been kind of asked to do probably more than they should, especially when Auburn was going through that stretch where they couldn't move the football and they couldn't find an identity, and it was just three and out. Okay, we got to go back out there. Three and out, we got to go back out yep. there. And, and now that the offense is starting to kind of pull their weight a little bit. And some of that has to do with them getting better. Some of that has to do with the the level of competition dropping. It doesn't matter. Um, The offense is producing more, uh, both in yards, time of possession, scoring, and and it's benefiting the defense. I mean, you can see what these linebackers are able to do when they're able to breathe for five seconds on the sideline. So I I think that's what's going to happen with Arkansas. You were mentioning some stats about where Arkansas is in the pecking order of the SEC. Yep. Towards the bottom, I know a lot of folks, a lot of Auburn fans fired up about what Arkansas was able to do in Gainesville this past Saturday, um, their best offensive performance in conference play. But I just don't think it's a similar situation. Florida's defense isn't playing at the level that Auburn's is. I also think Florida's kind of given up a little bit. I don't think they're fully invested into this season. I think you could say the same about Arkansas. One thing, when you talk to these kids that are playing for Auburn right now, they are bought in. They desperately want to go to a bowl game. This isn't some just kind of a consolation prize. It's something that they desperately want. They've put their pride on the line for it. Yeah. And they have the chance to punch that ticket this Saturday. I'm not counting these Auburn Tigers out. Yeah. One of the things that strangely plays in their favor, Zach, when you talk about kids being bought in is, is that there's somewhere upwards of over 25 guys on this team who will not get another year of eligibility. You know, um, sure. so, you know, a, a great many of those guys are significant contributors. So when you factor that in, of course, they're not giving up on the season, man. They, they've got to get tape, man. They've got to, this is their last chance to, boost their stock if they plan on trying to have a chance to play at the next level. Uh, But ultimately, I agree with you on your point about Florida. Um, Two different programs. It is a game of matchups, right? And Auburn's defense has matched up well uh, against most of the teams that they've played. Now, losing time of possession can obviously hurt their statistics a little bit, um, a lot in some cases. But but ultimately – Again, they are one of the strongest units in the SEC at the one deep. 
um, and they have played like that. They've stayed relatively healthy. They lost Keontae Scott. Um, man, when he returned, he, they felt his presence on defense. I think sure. he continues to make an impact on that defense in the secondary uh, will probably be the difference in whether Auburn wins or loses this game. That's interesting. Yeah, he and Jalen Simpson, they both mm-hmm. cover so much ground yes. defensively. And so, I mean, you just have to be aware. And KJ Jefferson's got a strong arm, but those guys can cover more ground while the ball's in the air than mm-hmm. your average SEC defender. And so I, I imagine that's tough to game plan for, and, and that's turned into interceptions uh, in favor of Auburn this season. So coming up, we chat with Auburn quarterback Hank Brown, Mike G. Uh, how can people check out everything you guys got going on? Well, uh, real quick, Zach, I'm going to give a score prediction because we do this every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, so sorry. How rude of me. No, no, no worries. Listen, I am going Auburn 28, Arkansas 17 in this one. I think the Tigers I, hold, I, hold them under I, 20. I think, uh, I think red zone play is a big factor here. Okay. You said 28, what? 17. 28-17. Wow. I, I'm going to go lower scoring. Mm. I'll go... I'll go twenty. I'll go twenty four, seventeen. So okay. just a little bit less. Just a special, little bit less. special team score in this one. <laughs> special team score in this. Interesting. One. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, promote the war report. Just real quick. <laughs> just real quick. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, become a patron. We've got more fireside content coming. You guys becoming patrons makes that content possible. So we appreciate your support at the war report on every single social media platform. TW report on TikTok. Yes. Uh, all right. So coming up, Hank Brown talks about where Auburn is as a, as a locker room now kind of riding this two-game winning streak. That's coming up right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best place to play daily fantasy sports. Doesn't matter if it's football, college football, football, NFL, uh, basketball. Boy, with college basketball being back, Prize Picks is where it's at. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of betting against thousands of players and pros and sharks, it's just you You pick more or less on two to six player stat projections. And if you nail it, you watch the winnings roll in. So I uh, want to encourage folks to check out Prize Picks. It's simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. It's crazy. They've got a great, easy-to-use app. So download the app. Um, or you can go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college code college First deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Joining us now here on Locked On Auburn, Auburn quarterback Hank Brown. I can't imagine the difference uh, in the locker room now versus... I guess the last month or so of the season, you know, going through that losing streak and now on a winning streak, winning the last two games. It, can you tell a difference, Hank, as far as where things were and where things are now? No doubt. I mean, it's a huge difference. Um, it is just, it's really been cool to just see that how our team has come together. Um, and, you know, Freeze has done a great job of, you know, really, you know, getting us when we were when we were down in that valley of, of all those losses, just, you know, keeping our morales up and knowing that, you know, we can win out the rest of the season. And if we if we do that, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a bright future and a really good bowl game. So, you know, that's exciting. Just knowing that we we can do that and um, it's going to be great if we do. 
So with you bringing Coach Freeze up and, and, you know, what exactly he was doing to kind of motivate the team, we talk about Hugh Freeze, the recruiter. We talk about Hugh Freeze, the offensive mind and the head coach and the guy who's really fun at press conferences. What about Hugh Freeze, the motivator? I mean, what's kind of the consistent message that he's given you guys both during, I guess, the losing streak and now during this winning streak? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that uh, he's kind of motivated us by uh, throughout our little valley i guess that you could call it um sure and that losing streak um he really um just incorporated the fact that you know when you don't go into those valleys and you don't uh get to the bottom you know the top isn't as as good and and you know he he made a great point of uh the green grass doesn't grow on top of the mountain it grows in the valley um and i thought that was really good because you know we've grown so much um from those losses and i think more than we would have if we would have won those games and so it's just been a great um learning season for us um and so you know that's kind of been the big motivator of like you know walking out of that fire together is something that he's he's uh really motivated us by um and just walking through that fire as a team and getting out of it because how cool would the story be um, of us doing this from where we have been. Yeah. And I mean, so many folks, Hank, at all levels of sports talk about, you know, learning things about yourself in these losses. And I don't know if that's always true or if it is true, it doesn't always show up on the field, but I think it has with you guys. I think it has with this team. I mean, a lot of talks about, you know, how the offense looks better, but I think the defense is looking better as well. But, I mean, you look at the play of Peyton Thorne, a guy who I assume you spend a good amount of time with, Hank, as a fellow quarterback, but looking at how he was operating within this offense to now, I mean, he looks like a totally different quarterback. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, And I totally agree with that. I mean, we've just, we've really grown a ton as a team uh, throughout these losses. You know, it's been more motivating to come to work and to get better. Um, and so I think that the, these, you know, even though they've, the losses have sucked and we've, we've been really close in some of those and we should have won them. Um, I think we've grown more from it um, being a loss. And so it, it, that's been very beneficial for us. And like you're talking about Peyton, um, you know, I think this is obviously a new offense for all the players and you know it's not like it's just gonna be it's not like it's just gonna work week one you know it takes time and that's obviously shown this season and and Peyton's done an an incredible job with that and growing and and getting better and like you're saying he's reaching the stretch where he's been he's playing great you know um and so um yeah I totally agree with that the last two games he's kind of been the guy Hank, after kind of having a rotation, but you know, it, he talked to the media a few weeks ago when that rotation was still going on. And I mean, it's just kind of interesting to see quarterback usage this deep into the season about that. You, you watch Peyton and we talked about the, the value that you were getting and being able to watch multiple guys go into the season with Peyton having several years of experience and Robbie was virtually a, a starter all last season and kind of the experience that you're going to be able to generate and learn from these guys. What have you learned from Peyton watching him kind of handle this offense and grow this season? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've learned a ton. Um, one, I'd say it just starts with his preparation. 
Um, he does a great job of just really spending time and dissecting um, the defense of our opponent each week. Um, and he's just, you know, grinding throughout the week to really dissect it and dive into it um, and does an incredible job with all that. And that can, gets into a lot more detail um, with all that preparation. And that's setting up meetings with coaches throughout the day um, to dive into it more, to get into the stats of what they do on, you know, third down versus first down, you know, all those details. Um, I'd say that that's number one of just his preparation. And then um, number two, I think, is is how detailed he is. He's super detailed in everything that he does. And I think that, you know, uh, plays a big part into his success and how much he's grown throughout the season um, and, and just being a leader and gathering all the all the guys together to focus on those details, you know, meeting yeah. with the receiver and making sure the receivers are on the same point that he is um, uh, as long as well as, you know, getting the protection down each week. So just, just, I'd say those three things of leadership preparation and just how detailed he is are, are the three of the main things that I've taken away from what he's done this year. Does the average fan realize what all goes into changing offensive schemes with a bunch of pass catchers that you didn't have a relationship with until just a few months ago. Uh, does the average fan understand how difficult that is? No, uh, not, not nearly like people don't understand it at all. It, it's super hard. Um, yeah. And especially playing in, in this, in the sec. Um, so you know, that's something that a lot of people can, you know, say what they want, but they don't they don't truly get it. Um, it's really hard um, to come in, learn a new offense with new receivers you've never played with um, and be good right off the jump. It's going to take time, like I was saying. And so the average fan definitely does not get how hard it, it truly is. Sure. Yeah. No, I think we've seen that firsthand this season. No question about it. Hang, hang on just for a second. If you, uh, if you don't mind, I want to talk about how this team feels going up to Fayetteville to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. All that's coming up right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. The Auburn Tigers, a three-point underdog, courtesy of our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. If you feel passionate about that line, be sure to head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Right now, you can bet $5 on any money line bet, any money line bet. And if you get it, you get $150 in bonus bets. That's awesome. You need to do that. Pound the Auburn money line. That's what I'm doing this week. Once again, head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. It's the best place to wager on all of your sports action. Once again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the LockedOn Podcast Network. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Our guest today, Auburn quarterback Hank Brown. You guys now preparing for an Arkansas team that we kind of thought 
where was a dead man walking, and that's not really the case anymore. They go down to Florida, a very tough place to win. Hank forced overtime, and they ended up winning. K.J. Jefferson looked like the K.J. Jefferson we thought he was going to look like um, going into the season. But we've talked about you emulating and mimicking opposing quarterbacks to prepare the defense. K.J. Jefferson's a dude, man. K.J. Jefferson's a dude, and, it's, and I'm sure you've watched tape on him this week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, first off, they're definitely a different team. Um, and, and we saw that last week against the, in their win against Florida. Um, yeah. You know, they reverted back to what they've been doing in the past, uh, the past few years. Um, and so, you know, it, they're, they're going to be a good team. Um, and, and like you're saying, you know, I'm representing KJ this week and uh, giving a look. And he, he's a great quarterback. He's a dog, like you're saying. Um, it's, it's a very different um, – you know, impersonation, I guess I would say different look than, than these other quarterbacks that we faced. Um, most of them has, have been more, you know, loose dual threats, you know, running the ball more and, and, uh, you know, obviously KJ uh, can run the ball, but he's obviously more of a big body. And so that's something that, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be giving them the look of this week and just, you know, he's got great pocket presence sitting in there being able to take hits. And so, you know, that's that's something that I'll be showing him this week. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very good at what he does. And, and I'm glad that you kind of differentiated because you guys have played a lot of, against a lot of mobile quarterbacks this season. But his style is different. He can run it, but mm-hmm. I think he prefer to stay in the pocket because he's got a great arm as well. He's um. He, I mean, he's, he's good at what he does. And then obviously they added Rocket Sanders kind of back into their lineup and shocker, their running game got a lot better. So defense will definitely have their hands full with stopping the run this week. No doubt. Yeah. Hank, thank you so much for your time as always, my friend. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon, man. Good luck this week. Awesome. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you so much to Hank. Thank you so much to Mike G. And thank you so much to you for watching. If you want basketball coverage, you want a recap of Auburn's game against Baylor, it's already up. Daryl Dapperich and I went live right after the game, and it's also in uh, it's on YouTube, and it's in your audio feed as well. So be sure to check that out. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.